Hey folks, Andrew Packer here. Welcome to Training Tips. Today I want to talk about the special event that came out in late March with Apple. Ticker AAPL. Apple's a, it's a company that's got a lot of fans and it's got a lot of detractors. So when they said that they were going to have a special announcement, a lot of people thought, hey, this is going to be great. It's going to be like those days when Steve Jobs would come out and say, here's this amazing new thing. We're going to have a phone the size of your pocket with this touch screen that no, no one else is doing with the iPhone. Or we're going to come out and we're going to have this thing called a tablet. No one knows what it is because we just invented it. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of people kind of felt a little underwhelmed because Apple didn't really come out with some kind of new iCar or iHouse or some of these other outrageous ideas that a lot of people were speculating about. Instead, they came out with a series of four initiatives that are just sort of very business-like and not necessarily in and of themselves individually worthy of an entire news conference. All four together, however, were pretty interesting. So let's look at them in more detail, see how they impact the company, and then look at whether or not shares are gonna be a buy or sell or hold as a result. So one of the first things that they announced uh, was something called Apple News. This would be a subscription-based service where they're looking at getting about $10 a month, and in return, you can get access to all sorts of news sites, you get an unlimited number of views, and it looks like a very nice way to get around the fact that every news company these days has a paywall behind it, or you have to subscribe to a lot of different services. By allowing its users to just have one specific place that they can go to, a one-shop, one just to get everything they want, if you just want to read you know, something from the New York Times, and then something from the Washington Post, and then one piece from the Wall Street Journal, you don't have to go through three different logins, you don't have to have three different accounts, it's all in one place. Now, a lot of the print media companies have kind of panned the idea, but, you know, hey, their bread and butter in getting into the online world has been having these paywalls in the first place. So, in this sense, Apple's starting to, to go after some of the big traditional media names by offering uh, a bundled service that none of them at the moment can really provide. That's the first piece. The second piece is the arcade. Apple products have never really been as popular in the gaming community, and it goes back to their old days on the computer, uh, you know, maybe besides the original edition of the Oregon Trail. But the fact of the matter is, the Apple products have always been a little bit behind that of, of the PC market, and the PC market has really grown to have such an inclusive and large gaming community and having the, the requirements to play that. And if you buy the latest Apple computer product, you're probably going to be about a generation behind, maybe a little less what you need to play like the absolute latest game today. So it's never really taken off an Apple in terms of the gaming service. So seeing this arcade program and seeing the idea that there will be some Apple exclusive ideas behind it, this looks like a very interesting development and one that you know can potentially provide them with some high margin revenue. Because if you look at a computer game today, all the distribution's done online. So once you've made the game, your cost of selling an additional unit is essentially zero. So this can be another nice little high margin add-on for the, the Apple empire. Third is the Apple card. This is a physical credit card and this seems like a bit of an unusual step back for the company because they already have the Apple Pay product, which already competes with PayPal, Venmo, um, you know, some of these online-only providers. This actually puts them a little more in competition with Visa, MasterCard, American Express. However, they've got a pretty good you know, enticing little uh, number of, of things attached to the card in terms of rebates, where you can get cash back from. 
uh, some of those benefits. And in some cases, yeah, it might be better than cards that people have now. And if you're already an avid user of Apple products, you know, having the Apple branded card might look like a good add-on. But this is actually a really good business to be in because, you know, if you've ever missed a credit card payment and you know that the interest starts to kick in, you know, instead of having, you know, essentially a, a you know, free loan for six weeks, if you don't pay off your bill, suddenly you're paying interest on your balance of, you know, 18 to 25%. And these are huge returns. So, you know, for, for a company like Apple that can essentially afford the occasional loss from that, getting the revenue from a credit card idea, that's a pretty good place to be in as well. And then the last piece that they announced was a video streaming service for which they brought out a number of celebrities and they showed some of the things that they're working on in development. And this is a big, huge attack on all sorts of competitors, Netflix, Amazon, you name it, Hulu, all these, all these names out there. So when you look at all of these as a whole, you can see that Apple is going really very far more into providing services. And this is a big jump from iPhones, iPads, which have been products. So services actually tend to be better than products because you tend to have higher margins You don't have to physically manufacture or assemble anything here. You don't have to, you know, design a new version every year like you do with the iPhone, which a lot of people have started to criticize because that's all it seems that they've been doing for the last few years. By going into the services, they complement their existing products. You're now accessing news on your iPhone in a way you didn't before. You're now, you know, accessing games in a way that you never could before on your Apple computer. And now there's, you know, Apple branded content which might not necessarily fit in, but you can watch it on your tablet on the go or on your phone. So looking at all of these things as a whole, you know, it's clear that Apple's really trying to move the needle, uh, maybe not so much on revenue the way they would with a hot new product that everyone wants to buy something of that they can hold in their hands, but just by having ways to increase their profit margins. And as a $900 billion company that's, you know, flirted with the trillion dollar valuation level, even a, you know, five or 10% improvement in its, you know, gross revenue and its gross margins, that's going to translate to tens of billions of dollars in value for its balance sheet. So looking at these things as a whole, while the market as a whole is still kind of trying to sort it out, I see the company moving to, to higher margin products and getting away from having to have as many physical things that it's needed in the past to be successful. So looking at that as a whole, I think Apple shares are a buy. I think you can get them you know, well under a price of 195, get a good value and see how things unfold over the coming months as all of these new developments are digested and rolled out and brought to market and tested and refined and you know, hopefully perfected. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer wishing you good trading and good financial health.